0: Okay, I think we're recording.
1: Yes, we're recording because there's a little red circle. And,
0: and as they say in Hollywood, uh, David, quiet on the set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you look like Indiana Jones, by the way. Oh,
1: so, some people call me Indiana Jones at work.
0: Yeah, the life and times of Indiana Jones.
1: Either that or the beekeeper.
0: The modern time. Yeah, you do look like a beekeeper a little bit. All right, I'm going to just do an intro. Hi. Welcome to Old School with Patrick Rooney, the podcast where old school wisdom is new again. I explore natural health, success, and freedom with my amazing guests. I haven't done a podcast in a long time and focused on a lot of other things, but it looks like the podcast is coming back, folks. Uh, I, I think the time can't couldn't be better to do podcasts right now. The intention. One of the intentions I have for the podcast is to get in touch with people that I know, people that know something, people that know things that I don't, and I I know people all over the place, and I'm I live in some, something of a rural area now, away from people that a lot of times that I know that I've known people for for my whole life, and uh, this gives me a chance by technology that we can get back in touch. During this coronavirus situation, this is kind of what hit me about this. This was the time to get back and do podcasting because the American people, people worldwide, but certainly the American people need to have some type of viewpoint that's not necessarily the official viewpoint. I'm not against the official viewpoint. I think uh, president Trump's doing a fantastic job overall with his team, but there are some things uh, that are, uh, not necessarily discussed a lot but I want to put some emphasis on and I want to talk to uh, friends and people that know some things about that and uh, just have a way to communicate communicate in general that I think is going to serve us for now and for the future so with that being said uh, I'm bringing on my first guest and that is my longtime friend David Cracchiolo known David for years and years and years I could tell lots of funny stories about David But I'll hold him back for now. But uh, David is a very interesting character, to say the least. And he has a lot of knowledge. And he he, he knows a lot about a lot of things. He looks into things uh, about things in life that the average person just either has no interest in or won't pursue. But David will do those things. And I applaud him for that. And really, that's why I'm bringing him on the show today. So, I'm, David, I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, maybe if I think of funny uh, David stories along the way, they may just pop out of me, but I'll probably try to keep something to, of a minimum today because we've got a lot of serious stuff going on. I mean, coronavirus is obviously no joke, and we're going to get into that today. I want to talk about coronavirus and uh, the kind of things that are being left out that aren't being said. David Cracchiolo, welcome to the show.
1: Well, welcome, Pat, and welcome to everyone who's watching the show right now. Um, what did I say about myself? Uh, me and Pat were roommates for a while there. Uh, <laughs> and we have a, a lot of interesting stories from the time we were roommates. We were uh, roofing houses for a while. We were working in construction. Um, we were trying to survive on our, our budgets and uh, having lots of very interesting conversations.
0: I think, David, that we uh, that didn't we begin the idea of the warrior diet back then as well?
1: I remember we, we had the concept of the warrior diet, and I think that we even made a big poster and hung it up on the wall of the warrior diet.
0: We, we should have taken that a little further because now people have written books about it, and it's become all, all, you know, whatever. It's become a big thing, but we had it way back when. We should have followed it up.
1: We were ahead of our time, but like many great thinkers, we fought and fell to act. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Other people acted on our ideas and went forward with them, and the world's a better place as a result of it.
0: Isn't that the way it always happens? Right? It, There's it always makes, somebody that will step forward with and actually take action on the idea. You know?
1: Yeah, and, and and that may not be such a bad thing because some people conceive, they they get the concept down. Other people then grab it and run with it. And yeah. As far as I'm concerned, if people have if, uh, Put something into action so that other people can benefit from that. That's that's
0: good news. Yeah, it's good for everybody. So the reason I'm bringing you on today, we were probably uh, who knows. I mean, I, I could easily see you uh, beyond today because there's there's this st- situation is going to go on and and it, you know it may be something that we need to talk again. But at least for today, and we and we go back a long way and uh, with David and uh, like I said, he's a very very fascinating guy. Um, you got my attention because I have been dealing, I started doing a lot of blogging about this coronavirus situation. And one of the things that I brought up was the, uh, the possible cure, you know, the possible cure that, we, that I've seen out there. And the way that I feel it's been, the, the, the idea of that, of that cure has been squelched. And there are reasons for that um in fact i'll be i'll be putting out hopefully this evening i'm going to be putting out on on oldschoolus.com i'm going to be putting out a uh i put out a video on this which was actually youtube took off they they removed my video said it was against their guidelines uh and i'm going to be putting up a a blog about this and i took the original video and i actually put it on another uh, platform and i'm going to be putting that up hopefully as well tonight uh, with some explanation but um You caught my attention, David, the other day because I was talking about this issue and I was talking about possible, first of all, before we even get to possible treatments of this, um, how serious do you think the coronavirus situation, based on your reading, and I know you do a lot of research, how serious do you think the situation actually is?
1: I think the situation is more serious than a lot of our friends who think it's all a bit hoax. believe it is. Uh, I have to say, I know the media has been hiking it up I know there's people who've been hyping it up, some trying to just create hysteria because they thrive off of that. Others, sure. they, this is a decoupling mechanism for political, uh, political gain, uh to put it simply. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, we can go on and elaborate on what those games involve, but all that understood, the core issue is still a serious one and it should be taken seriously. Uh, This is a plague. This plague has a very long incubation period before people become aware that there's a problem with them. And during that time, they're spreading virus and infecting others. Yeah. And even though the fact remains that most people will just simply get sick and they'll recover, if we have 40%, 50%, even 20% of our police, our firefighters, our doctors, our military personnel all sick all at the same time. That's a very big problem. It is. It is. That that could that could precipitate an invasion by a, a foreign power, which seeks to take advantage of a of a window of opportunity like they have never seen. This yeah. could just uh, simply spell where a lot of people die because they can't get appendectomies. They can't get uh, simple uh antibiotics for staph infections they can't get care following a traffic accident because there aren't enough doctors functional enough to 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 service them
0: yeah how 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 um i I, i've heard it compared a lot at the beginning to the flu in comparison to the flu and i've read this and i don't know if you've seen this you probably have how um easy is it to get compared to the flu that you've seen
1: uh based on what i've read I have to say it seems to
0: be a lot easier a lot easier yeah I was we're going to talk about probably I'm, I'm sure we're going to get to dr. Uh, Zelenko that you were mentioning and we both know about he had mentioned I was reading some of what he was saying yesterday and he said it was three times I believe easier to get than the flu transmittable and some say, what's that
1: it's 10 times easier
0: to get some people say it's 20 times easier. okay okay maybe maybe it's worse so the seriousness of it he also said and maybe that's what it was but I know he said it was a lot more than the flu he also said that which is kind of shocking he said that at some point by I think believe the end of the year he said that half of the American public would actually get it that was pretty
1: frightening that's fairly you know plausible because when you have flu season, how many of us get the flu? And the flu is harder to get than this one. The flu is not as contagious as this
0: one. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the good thing is, and again, we're going to get to this, is uh, Dr. Zelenko has a, um, let's get into this, because really, I want to, this is really the main point that really got my attention and wanted to bring you on. Okay, so let's, let's kind of set this up a little bit. Dr. Zelenko is a Hasidic doctor in New York. Right. And he has been treating people. There was an originally people may remember that uh, President Trump at the beginning of this crisis said that um, there's a um, there's a potential cure out there. that he heard about because it was there was a small study in France. It was like an incredible study that a certain amount of people were given uh, a drug cocktail, basically, and um, almost all of them recovered. And the, the key was, they need to be given that, that, those drugs early enough on. But in any case, Dr. Zelenko is a Hasidic doctor in New York, and he saw the protocol they were doing in France. I believe he took some from that. He took some from uh, South Korea, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and he kind of put together what, what made sense to him, and he started using this on his patients, and he's had absolutely incredible, uh, uh, incredible results. This... This is the same basic drug cocktail, I believe, that, that uh, President Trump was talking about being a possible game changer in the beginning. Is that right, uh, Dave?
1: Yes, that's right. And I have to say, Dr. Zelenko, I have to say I like him. I like him just seeing him on YouTube with his attitude and his spirit, his personality. He's a likable fellow. Yeah. He is very modest. He's sincerely trying to do the best he can to help his patients help this country yeah. and he doesn't take any credit for inventing anything here he says he simply researched this and he he sort of put together based on upon what was already being done so he, right he disavows taking credit for having made any type of discoveries or anything He's simply applying what other people discovered and um, so,
0: so, so let's talk about the heart of the treatment and again this is a treatment I understand that you have to get done early. The key is early, because if you wait till someone has to have a ventilator, um, from my understanding, and I believe he said that on one of his videos, you're talking about like 50% mortality rate right there.
1: He was saying 30 to 50% mortality rate yeah. once it gets into the lungs and starts to tear the lungs up.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. And then once you start trashing the lungs and the other organs get trashed, I mean, you know you're going downhill from there
1: so his idea is to keep people off the ventilators in other words nip it in the bud before it gets to that stage while the, the uh, virus is still in the throat it's still in the eyes it's still in other tissues and hasn't quite started it hasn't quite made its way to adulterate the lungs yet and he says that uh, he's been giving this uh, the stream with the uh, hydroxychloroquine. right I'd- How do you how do you pronounce that again? Hydroxychloroquine.
0: I was saying hydroxychloroquine. No, Uh, whatever. But anyway, it's it's H Y D R O X Y C H R. I don't know. I'm not my spelling. Think of
1: think of Anthony Quinn.
0: Well, (laughs) here it is. H Y D R O X Y. So it's like hydroxy right there. And then chloroquine, so it's C H, L O R, and then Q U I N E. So
1: maybe maybe it is hydroxy.
0: Yeah, whatever. Hydroxychloroquine, and we can call it, you know, if we keep referring to it, we can call it H C Q or whatever we want to call it. But the point is, so it's that drug, right? Which was originally, it's it's got approval and it's been used for years against malaria. Right, against
1: malaria and also for, uh, I believe, for lupus. Yeah, lupus. Uh, right, right, that's right. And there's 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 chloroquine. Okay, uh, the chloroquine has some toxicity issues. The hydroxychloroquine was developed. It's a drug that basically has similar properties. That it's it's a compound of the chloroquine with other stuff, so that. It doesn't have the same toxicity issues. No, it doesn't have the same levels of toxicity.
0: Right. And, and again, I just want to you know, put out there for people, we're not doctors here. We are uh, concerned American citizens who are looking at what doctors are doing and reporting on it. We're basically citizen reporters, I would call us.
1: Yeah, we're not experts. We're sort of digesting you know, some of the stuff so other people don't have to chew as much.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, and we'll, I'll put links in for that so people can look at what, you know, go to YouTube, see what he's doing, uh, and, and see what he what, what he's doing. It's quite amazing. So, that's kind of the the key drug, right, is hydroxychloroquine, and he's got that in combination with, uh, uh, and I can never pronounce this, but azithromycin, right, A-Z-I-T-H-R-O-M-Y-C-I-N, azithromycin. Is this rhomyosin? So that's the other drug, right?
1: Yes, that's the other drug. And that's an antibiotic that uh, goes after bacterial infections. And and part of the surprise to a lot of doctors is that using this drug uh, sped up the recovery of the COVID 19 patients. Right. Uh, And the explanation that uh, Dr. Zelenko he says it's a good idea because you get hit with a virus, you get opportunistic bacteria that come in, and they capitalize on the fact that the body is in a struggle for its life, and they right. they invade and start to proliferate. And so this uh, helps to negate that problem from from complicating that.
0: Right. And let's talk about the third piece of this because, and then we people will see how they work together. I mean, we don't need to give a huge dissertation, but they'll get it because and you can explain it quite well as well. The third part of this is zinc sulfate. Okay. So
1: zinc, the, it is the bullet. Yeah. So, zinc
0: sulfate, the way I understand this, correct me if I'm wrong, David, zinc sulfate is the actual thing. The, the actual, you know, when you say cure, like you can't talk about cures or somebody, you know, knocks on your door or something, but things that essentially give the body the nutrients to cure itself. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, your, your, it, they help your um, immune system to do a lot of the work, right? So zinc is like, you say, the bullet, is that right?
1: It's the bullet. It's, it's what actually does the work of knocking out the virus. Right.
0: Because it helps it not to proliferate, right?
1: Yeah. It goes, if, the zinc, if you can get the zinc into the cell, through the cell membrane, into the interior of the cell, right, prevent the virus from proliferating, prevents it from making an enzyme that it needs, in order to replicate and make more little baby viruses. Right, so to keep it simple, the zinc does the work.
0: The hydroxychloroquine kind of makes it the bullet go f- deeper in, essentially. So it,
1: can, so it can get into the cell.
0: Yeah, and the azithromycin is a cleanser, basically, so that if you have infections and things that come up, they can kind of knock those down while you're in
1: there. So you don't have a secondary problem that, you're, that that's helping to kill you.
0: Yes. So Dr. Zelenko, here's what he's prescribing as I, as I get it. Again, I'm not prescribing anything. I'm telling what he's doing. He's prescribing 200 milligrams a day, to, excuse, excuse me, 200 milligrams twice a day for five days, okay, and of, 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 of hydroxychloroquine. Now, azithromycin, 500 milligrams one time a day for five days. All this is a five-day protocol. The third one is zinc sulfate, which he's giving two hundred and twenty milligrams one time a day for five days. And he says he only gives it for five days. And here's kind of part of the kicker here, david, that that brings up the uh, conspiratorial antennae antenna a little bit. This is a twenty dollars cure essentially. it's a It's a medication that's been out for years. In fact, I just read today that in Africa, they have very low incidence, apparently, of of, of, um, of uh, coronavirus. And because, apparently, this is what the article is saying, that because they've had um, uh, hydroxychloroquine available and used for so long, they said they hand it out like Pez candy uh, because they've been using it against malaria so
1: long. That, that um, would make sense because Africa has a big malaria problem. Yeah. A lot of Africa... They, they have to contend with diseases and pests like we don't have here in the more fortunate world. Yeah, so the idea is
0: this is what he's prescribing, this is what he's doing. Now, this is what essentially, I, I think it's the same combination or pretty close to it. I, I've heard, I've heard um, President Trump say z don't. What does he mean by z pack? Do you know what he means by that?
1: Uh, I don't know what he means.
0: But okay, I, I hear him say z pack sometimes in his press conferences. I'm not sure if he's talking about the zinc in there with the hydroxychloroquine and the azithromycin. I'm not sure. But this is what Dr. Zelenko is doing. And it's fairly close, as I understand it, to what the original French doctor was doing. I don't have his name off the top of my head, but he's kind of a really well-known guy there. And he's the guy that came up with this that excited President Trump. Now, the problem here is because it's President Trump that said this could be a game changer, guess what happened? Oh, all of a sudden, the press started attacking President Trump and trying to look for holes in this drug treatment to show that it was not going to work because President Trump said it, it, it could be a game changer.
1: Yeah, and you could see the change take place once President Trump came out and said this. And it's, it was sort of a night and day difference in the press. Yes. Uh, and most of what they're saying is basically mudslinging they're pointing out some things which in an objective point of view you wouldn't consider to be uh, substantial arguments they're well, pointing out let's david let's talk let's
0: let's take this one and you know the differences here as soon as this came out and we're still seeing stories to this day um, uh, as soon as this came out, people were looking to poke holes, and they were looking to find it didn't work. So they found some guy in Arizona and his wife, and I believe the man died and the w- wife got sick. They were taking supposedly, it wasn't hydroxychloroquine, but it was chloroquine of some, some, sub, uh, some, um, some type of chloroquine, which you can explain, I believe, that was in some fish cleaner. Okay, so this guy was downing fish cleaner, and I guess he passed away, God rest his soul. I'm not trying to make fun of him. But he wasn't exactly being super careful. Let's put it that way. Okay, you're taking fish cleaner, and because it has a derivative of or something to do with chloroquine in it, um, you know, he took too much. He took something in it in the wrong way, and, and who knows what it was? What else was in the fish cleaner? And the guy dies. And we after that, all, I'm seeing all these articles saying, "Oh, hydroxychloroquine is dangerous because uh, this man just 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 died ingesting it." Totally dishonest. But yet, the press will put stuff out, out there in order to try to squash this idea of people taking hydroxychloroquine.
1: So if the news media uh, keeps repeating the story about an old man who took some chloroquine phosphate, uh, swimming pool cleaner, yeah. or not swimming pool, uh, yeah. and dies, and which is what you would expect, yeah, his uh, wife got sick, and they keep repeating this over and over again, chloroquine uh, old man takes it, dies, and this keeps getting hammered and hammered. Uh, at a certain level in the human psyche, it's irrelevant whether or not this was meant as an aquarium cleaner and has nothing to do with the medication and nothing to do with the treatment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it, it right. And so the danger here is that obviously we're in a very serious situation. We've heard uh, from you know we talked about how big a threat this is, and it seems I, I agree with you. I don't believe it's it's obvious at this point. It's not on the lower end of the scale, as people are trying to kind of blow it off. Um, and we hear, I don't, although on the other hand, I, I i have a little bit of challenge with some of this other uh, numbers on the other side of the scale. For instance, Dr. Anthony uh, Fauci, who's uh, the head of the task force, uh, uh, President Trump's uh, White House task force. He's like the guy that comes up, the short guy that they bring up. Uh, uh, and then uh, Dr. Deborah Burks is this other lady they they're both saying that they, Even if we do everything correctly in this virus, we could have 100,000 to 200,000 Americans die. Uh, I'm a little bit jaded in the sense that I could certainly see something come back where nothing like that actually occurs. But their answer will be, well, it didn't occur because you guys took our advice to all of our social distancing advice and therefore it never occurred. OK, I don't believe one side necessarily of the other. I think some people are underestimating uh, this, as you kind of alluded to. And you haven't said this, but I think some people may be overdoing this. Um, it's just a gut thing on this point. I've heard people talk about it that say they've run the numbers and it doesn't come out uh, the way that they're saying. Um, but in any case, there is some. I don't know if you want to comment on that. But
1: I, I'd like to comment. i Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. This is a the plague. There's a lot of unknowns. Everything is projection right now. Yeah. Based upon, you know, models that people have put together based right. upon previous plagues and how they've been handled and what the results have been. Right. And we don't know how it's going to roll, but potentially we have to look at, uh, you know, devastating plagues being a, a, a possible reality. We know that the governments of the world have been working on biological weapons. Right. That, you know designed to wipe out and dysfunctionalize populations and then then break down so a, an attacking army can invade and have their troops safely occupied. Well,
0: uh, well, well, not only have they been working on those, but it's very possible that we'll find out when all's said and done that China actually did that here. Uh, I, I really believe it's possible that they screwed up in a laboratory somewhere and were working on some biological, I mean, I wouldn't put it past China, knowing their intentions for the world. I mean, these guys, people, are, they're not friendly. They've never been friendly, and we've been kind of conned by them for a long time. But that's kind of maybe another, another issue here. But, but uh, I agree with you that we have to take it super seriously in that sense. Although we have to also watch out that we are not obviously overdoing it in certain sections where there's, you know, you go to Wyoming somewhere, uh, or even in my state um in 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 my area here it's kind of grown a lot i'm in tennessee it's grown a lot but we still in my particular county haven't had any actual deaths here in the county so it's a different situation between where you're in you're in southern cal there's people in new york there are different situations in each place so i do think we have to be careful not to just shut down the whole like a one-size-fits-all glove over america that says we have to shut down everything ruin our economy in order to uh, try to get over this. I think we can kind of walk and chew gum at the same time a little
1: bit here. What actually would be good is to develop, I guess we're doing this to a certain extent, develop protocols and standard practices for um, basically what we could call plague mode or plague drills, where people divide up into cells that are more or less semi-isolated from each other and they don't get in contact. It would make sense for factory workers to stay at the plant and sleep at the plant and stay there for a period of maybe three months or so. And then they receive deliveries of food under certain protocols to make sure they don't get contaminated. And this way we can keep sections of the country going yeah. with, with a robust economy while the plague is ravishing you know, other parts of the population, I yeah, yeah. could slow down the progress of it, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, three months may seem kind of like a long time to me, but, but similar, I, I get the idea in general, and I think it might be a good one, because, you know, think about um, firemen. They have it, they kind of like have that, they work a whole long time, and then they have off time. They work a whole long yeah. time, off time. So, and you may have something there in terms of, maybe working longer and then, you know, taking time off and working longer. So you don't have to keep going back and forth between ca- contamination zones. But let me, let me just finish this, this thing, David, and, and kind of get your feedback on this as well. It's dangerous going back to the pool, clean, you know, the, the aquarium cleaner killing somebody, which was just a joke. It had nothing to do with hydroxychloroquine itself. And even hydroxychloroquine, if they say that there's something wrong with it, uh, if, you know, they can find somebody here or there that took too much, well, guess what? You can take too much of anything, and any commercial you see on TV, we all know that anything that they sell, any drug that's being made, we all laugh about all of the little, uh, the fast talking at the end of the commercial, if it's radio or on TV, the little fine print at the bottom. You can you can you can OD on anything, as as I an old saying used to be, you you can drown in a teaspoon of water. So um, that that is kind of a ridiculous thing. We need to kind of realize ridiculous statements when we see them and challenge them and when something is so serious this is why this is why i'm so interested in this treatment because this treatment that dr zelenko is talking about and doing and using is actually being used already president trump um as much as he can i believe is pushing this treatment he got israel to start making uh some of the drug i, I believe hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine they're making some and he got another, and I don't remember the firm, but a U.S. firm, I believe, is making a whole bunch of the other. I think yeah. we need to go even further and have like a Rosie the Riveter thing, and just get a whole bunch of this stuff made up, so that the ab, the the people that need this drug can take it and not worry about shortages. What do you say, David?
1: I I'd like to see that. Uh, Israel is already producing this, and they they I believe the shipment arrived probably a couple of days ago. Mm. Uh, they pledged six million dosages uh yes donated to the united states the goodwill mission uh and the american company you're referring to is novaris. novaris novaris um another big pharmaceutical they uh have become famous for producing another medication which has some negative connotations ritalin oh Interesting. They're the, yeah they're the ritalin makers okay this, this may be their way
0: out to get some good press
1: yeah maybe maybe get some good press you know to Maybe it might clean
0: up their conscience a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Novaris. So
1: they, uh, 120, I think it's 126 million dosages that they will donate worldwide, not just for the United States, but also for other countries.
0: OK, so this is great. And, and, and probably even more is needed. But to throw in the other side of this equation, um, with uh, talking about New York now, uh, Governor Cuomo has agreed to take on, take in—he's uh, basically doing a study, of, I think, of 110,000 people, if I'm not mistaken, uh, who are currently doing a study with this protocol. As, uh, I believe basically this protocol, at least the hydroxychloroquine part of it, maybe this whole protocol. And he's in the middle of it right now, and we haven't heard much back. My fear—I'm just going to tell you—I'm going to say this to the people and say it to you, and tell me what you think of this. First of all. Governor Cuomo to me comes off as a. uh, First of all, he he's the same guy who said, "If you are pro-life, if you're pro-second amendment, pro-traditional values, I don't want you in my state." Okay, this is what this guy said to people in the state of New York. This is this is unprecedented that a leader would say this to people in his own state that don't agree with him. So right now he's already on my bad side. Then, his state. Turns into a sanctuary state. These guys are taking in illegal aliens like crazy. And if you look, I'm going to have a, a, a friend of mine probably by next week or so, I'm hopefully going to interview him as well. He just did an article on this today. And uh, he was talking about the correlation between sanctuary states, sanctuary areas, and high incidence of coronavirus. So Bottom line, the governor of New York, Cuomo, to me, is a guy who basically is kind of like the arsonist, you know, who came in and started the fire. And then he ran in later with the pack, with the water to kind of blow, you know, blow down. I I know even conservative people who think this guy's doing a great job. And I say, wait a minute, maybe he's doing okay now. But this guy screwed up in the beginning. I'm sorry. If you're going to, if he, people are going to criticize Trump for screwing up in the beginning, this guy Cuomo screwed up big time. So my point here is this, David. I want to get your comment on this i don't trust governor cuomo i'm sorry to say this but i don't even trust him to do this study correctly with uh, hydroxychloroquine because if you wait too long and do a study on people who are dying and already on on uh, uh what do you call uh ventilators you're you're going to lose half those people no matter what you give them probably so they need to give them the treatment early. Everybody needs to get this kind of treatment early from my understanding. Um, that's my that's my fear with what Cuomo's doing in New York. I'm sorry, I don't trust him. He's been whining since the beginning, taking shots at at President Trump. And I think, and he also had a lot of ventilators.' He's, he's been asking for ventilators. He they were found a whole bunch of ventilators that he didn't even use. Bottom line, I don't trust him uh, to do this study correctly. What say you,
1: David? Well, I would say, you know, regarding the ventilators, I believe that FOMO uh, had his people lock them up in a warehouse and then claim that they were nowhere to be found. And yeah. then this served as an excuse to go screaming to the media that President Trump was being insensitive, insensitive to the needs of the of the endangered people of New York City. Yeah. And that th- those, were, those were locked away, you know, to, to provide that provide that excuse, it's very similar to what the Democrats did in Puerto Rico, where the yes. federal government came in, brought in millions of gallons of water, uh, and all kinds of medical supplies, generators. And yeah, stock-
0: I, I, yes. Yes. I, and, 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 and basically, they gave the stuff there, it got put in, in, in a way, like, I'll let you finish. I remember what happened here. <laughs> out in the
1: boonies, uh, and uh, people hiking came across some of it, and they, they filmed it with their cell phones and distributed the film through the Internet. Yeah. And the rest of the world found out about it. And, and so here, Puerto Rico, the, the Democratic government of Puerto Rico is, is uh, slandering President Trump, saying that they, they didn't provide enough relief. They didn't, where, where are all the supplies? Where are what we need? Well, they had it. They had it, but, and I'm not going to give them credit for simply being incompetent. I'm going to say that they have an agenda to political games, to subvert their opponents, to subvert people with principles. Uh, their agenda is based on crippling populations to need saviors in the form of some democratic sugar daddies who are going to distribute free stuff to people who lack the skills to make it themselves, lack the, you know, I, 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 want, I want people to
0: understand this, that there are people out there, I'm not saying every Democrat is, is, is bad, okay? But there are a lot of these people, and there's obviously some bad Republicans, and, you know, it goes, it goes both ways. But, it goes both. but for the most part, these t- types of politicians tend to be liberal Democrats who, uh, you notice that they, they, seek, they seek power too. People are saying, oh, Trump's going to take power during this situation. Really, really isn't. Now they're begging him, the press is saying, oh, why don't you nationalize and make sure that, uh, you know, everybody follows such and such rules. So they don't want him to take power. And now they're telling them to take power. But I notice these Democrat governors love to take power. They love to shut businesses down. They love to make yeah. all sorts of proclamations for everybody. And that's why I'm saying there's a political side to this. And people, people would be naive if they didn't understand that there is a political side to this. And there are people, whether we like it or not, who are evil enough. There is evil in this world. And there are evil people, a lot of them go to the, they kind of like the scum rises to the top, they end up being politicians, because they know they can control a lot of people that way. And they, I, I don't think, I think there's a certain amount of people, it's clear in this crisis, who don't give a damn about making sure that people are saved, and that this crisis is ended. They would love, I'm not saying they're directly trying to make people die. But I do believe 100%, you can tell me what you say. That they, there's people out there, politicians, who want to make this crisis last as long as it can go, so that it takes down Trump and makes sure he doesn't get reelected.
1: Well, this is this is how Julius Caesar ended up in a position of power, held as dictator for life, and some people date the beginning of the Roman Empire from Julius Caesar, not Augustus, his nephew, except that they assassinated him. But the point was he capitalized on crises that he created. Right. Other, other Roman generals would create a crisis. They would provoke a war with the neighboring uh, people. And then this would serve as a pretext to launch an invasion force, you know, in order to uphold Rome's interests, And then this put those generals into a position of power. Right. And then would worship them like they were a god. And now you have an army worshiping a general and, and they become a power. To, the Roman Republic fell as a result of all this, uh, these type of tactics.
0: Yeah, and, and it's been done everywhere. I mean, you know, Hitler did this, what do they call it, the Reichstag fire. I, I'm sure you're oh, yeah. aware of that, and, and you could probably could tell the story very well. But we probably don't have time for the whole story now. But, but this is going on all the time. In fact, even uh, Nancy Pelosi just announced they're going to do this oversight, congressional oversight committee of, of the response from the federal government. It's everybody knows what Nancy Pelosi is up to now, I think, except for maybe a few that don't want to admit it but look what, look what happened during this time where they were trying to get some money to the people and get small business loans and things like that. And she started stuffing the stocking, so to speak, the Christmas stocking with all sorts of crap uh, that had nothing to do with actually bringing back uh, the people in the economy.
1: Yeah, they, they don't really care how many people die as long as it's not them and perhaps some of their family members or friends. Uh, everything is a tool, everything is an opportunity here to pry fraud and, and and you know and it, and it, it, it sounds harsh to say that
0: but if you look at the reality I you can't I, to me you can't I, I don't think a, a rational person can come back from this and see the way that they're trying to use the politics of this to destroy President Trump it's pretty clear that a lot of there's there's people in charge that want this thing to last
1: They want it to last, and they'd like it to kill a whole bunch of people, and they want the public to go into a uh, mentality of war psychosis, where they're psychotic, scared, their thinking is very primitive, they're not able to really utilize the utilize their mind for higher level thinking.
0: Well, why would they? Why would they want? And I think I, I mean, I, I know, I believe it. Why would you think somebody would? Because it does sound harsh. They said they want people to get. Why? What would they get out of people dying out of this?
1: Uh, you, you traumatize the public. Uh, when, when there's a bunch of people dying, it's possible then to blame someone. If, if things are going good, you... That's, that's where I
0: see it, the political side of it.
1: You can't blame President Trump for everything going well. You can only blame someone if things are going terrible or there's there's something negative. Then you could, you, so that's part, of, that's part of it there. But also, if you create more habit, uh, people are in the state of siege They're thinking in day-to-day survival. They're thinking in terms of desperation. They're more in touch with their resentments, their fear, their anger. They're not thinking in terms of what is possible, what good possibly can we do in this world. Well, they can be controlled easier. They can be controlled easier. They're like a bunch of scared uh, uh, rats in a trap. They can be herded. You can't herd a bunch of independent thinkers who aren't in a state of, of panic mode.
0: Well, you can do so much too. I mean obviously you can take advantage of this, you can declare martial law it, you can, you can you can do a lot of things uh, and, and martial law maybe sounds a little extreme, but you can there's some version of that being already declared in a sense you know I mean you tell, you tell people what they can do, what businesses have to close, uh, what you know how they have to act um, any I don't think there's a better way if you're a politician, an evil-thinking politician, I don't think there's a better way to get control very quickly than through a pandemic.
1: Yeah, pandemic is a, it's almost like a blessing for, for certain factions. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of a golden opportunity, and I think that they see Trump as someone who's spoiling it for them by handling this well, doing an yeah. excellent job of leadership. He does. yes. Now, regarding the question about how these these trials and how this, this is going to pan out, apparently, these treatments are good and effective and they've been demonstrated to be so. Uh I believe that the the trials that are being run in New York, on, right? Depending on who is running them and what people are in charge of those and what loyalties they owe is gonna have more of an effect on the results than the actual science. Yes, but a um,
0: good thing I think, David, is happening is I believe. The hydroxychloroquine that we talked about and the other drugs, I believe these, first of all, the FDA has made this so that people can, doctors can prescribe uh, this uh, for somebody that that has uh, coronavirus symptoms. They can do that legally now. So they can do that legally, but in any state, of course, because the FDA runs the whole country. But Cuomo, Governor Cuomo in New York said, unless you're in my study, essentially, you can't get it. He, he will not allow people to just get it in New York. I don't think that's changed to this day. I think he's still got it under wraps. Um, I saw on, uh, on Hannity last night, um, Dr. Oz was making a plea for Dr. Cuomo, uh, for Governor Cuomo to open this up, allow people to get uh, hydroxychloroquine uh, chlor- uh, and these other drugs. And so far he's not allowing other people to get it unless you're in his study he's probably saying that hey we need uh, this for the study or whatever he's kind of hiding behind that I think but I think what's the good thing that's happening first of all people in New York if you're in New York you should be demanding that your governor let you use this drug it's outrageous this is a drug that can possibly save your life and he's not letting you have it I I think it's outrageous I think the guy should be out of office just for that alone
1: I hope it backfires on these guys you know if their constituencies are intelligent enough which is questionable um, then they I hope that just backfires, and they have enough wisdom to see that these people are not uh, looking to their best interests
0: yeah I, I don't think it's that people are not intelligent enough. I think it's that they, they, they are allowed their emotions are are being played with, uh, so they be, you know it becomes an orange man bad kind of thing you know uh, there 's a hatred of Trump that they get that I know a lot of intelligent people who are also liberal, but they have certain facts, but they they deny other facts that don't kind of suit their purposes. If, if it makes Trump look good, then they deny those facts.
1: They have a certain construct. Now, I'll tell you, one of the problems with doing studies on in, in hydroxychloroquine uh, is that the chloroquine is an old drug. You know, there's no patent rights, it. there might be patent rights, some of the analogs or brand names, but the core drug itself, the rights ran out. A long time before we were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because of that, there's no obscene profits to be made. There's only decent profit to be made. The big pharmaceutical companies, they love situations where they have some, they, they develop a drug that they have the patent rights for and they can charge, you know, some outrageous price for it because you're dying and you need it. And maybe there's an insurance policy that will pay for it and maybe the federal government will pay for it and they're the ones holding the the key to whether you know who lives and who dies well can i say something about that this is where i believe and i haven't
0: heard anyone ask this yet but i would if i was in the room in the press room somebody needs to ask dr fauci okay he's head of the naidh i believe it whatever it is you know the national I don't know what the whole thing is, National Institute of Health or whatever it is that he's head of. I'm not sure what it is, but in the government. So he's head of that. He is in an agreement at this point uh, for a vaccine study. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so he's, not- in a, he's in an agreement right now for a vaccine study, right, which is going to take, even if a vaccine worked, it wouldn't even be available until next calendar year. It's not yeah. It's not even it's not relevant right now because people are dying now and they need treatment now. But so if he's in, my question is, if he's all, if he's involved with a vaccine study, is there not a conflict of interest for him to be interested in a simple drug that you can get the whole protocol for five days for 20 bucks?
1: I'd say not necessarily. It, it's not an issue of vaccine versus drug treatment. It's because we know the vaccines won't be ready for, you know, for this, wave of pandemic okay people have passed even if it takes most of the population with it the people have passed and long been extinguished before the vaccine will be useful Uh, should be developing a vaccine for it because uh, the development of the vaccine it will be a good thing because we don't know if we're going to be living with this for the rest of our natural lives. i'm not against wait, dave
0: i'm not against them developing a vaccine I'm saying, if you're involved in the study of the vaccine, maybe you're right. Maybe it is, no, it is no conflict of interest because they're two different things. But to me, if people are putting the the emphasis on, hey, let's get the, I mean, we can't wait for the vaccine, it puts more prestige on that than if you just said, hey, for twenty bucks you can cure this thing now. Because he has been kind of a wet blanket on the uh, hydroxychloroquine situation. I mean, clearly, President Trump. It's very clear to me that President is trying to get it out there. And Fauci is kind of poo-pooing it to some extent, or at least trying to fence it about it and not really jillying it in any way. Um, I find that a little bit strange, I have to say.
1: Well, I have to say that part of, part of his job is to follow certain protocols and to uh, let the public know, don't get too excited about this, because there's been lots of anecdotal stories about lots and lots of different types of treatments for all sorts of conditions. Um, all I'm saying
0: though, David, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm a lay person here. I don't know. I've never tried this particular treatment. All I know is what I've heard about some amazing possibilities and I'm saying they need to go for it and see. And this is what I'm saying where I, th- I think there's a good thing going on because even if someone like Governor Cuomo kind of like tanks the study on purpose, I'm, I'm not saying he would, but I'm saying he could. <laughs> I just don't trust him. Let's say he tanks the study. I think this thing is getting out to a lot of other uh, states. In fact, uh, Michigan, there's a real, uh, how can I put her in a nice term? Uh, a woman who's not so nice, who's the uh, uh, Democrat, sorry, but she is a Democrat, governor of Michigan. Trump doesn't like her, and she's really a nasty woman as, as far as I, I can see. She was blasting hydroxychloroquine. Well, guess what? And she was saying, she didn't, I, I believe she was saying she didn't want it in her state. She has changed her tune. I saw something this morning. She now wants hydroxychloroquine interstate. I think this thing is starting to reach a critical mass at a certain point where it gets beyond the need for Governor Cuomo to give it his seal of approval that others are gonna try it and they're gonna find out for themselves very quickly whether it works or not.
1: Well, there's some interesting dynamics here because if let's say you are a governor, you want to, you don't care about whether your own people live or die, you're trying to capitalize on their suffering and their anguish and their panic in order to, uh, socialize your state in order to push a socialist agenda on the people, in order to, to get them to give more power to the government, sure. the government is the savior of everything. Right. Uh, and you, you'll use the economic aspect as well as the medical aspect and other social aspects. Let's say if you're someone like this, so you decide to sabotage the hydroxy hydroxychloroquine uh, chlor- route uh, in some other region, maybe right next to your state, uh, and in many other regions, there's a different point of view where the public servants are trying to actually live up to the title public service yeah and, and they'll have marvelous results. and in the meantime, these pharmaceutical companies that like to stink this drug will have to produce large amounts of it because they don't want to appear as villains and right, right. They're, they're basically buying good PR for themselves right and as the virus back. is yeah. Those who don't, yeah, Novars is highly motivated. You know, Novars has gotten a nasty reputation for addicting, you know, millions of of people and destroying their lives. You know, and there's a, there's there's con the controversy has been going on ever since they started uh, manufacturing really. Right. So so this buys them some good PR. uh, Yeah. It it makes sense to join to join this effort. those yeah. who are uh, using this to good effect are going to be compared. Their results will be compared to those who are, who are misusing it to bad effect. Right,
0: exactly. And so he's going to have to either get on board at some point or look like a like like a fool. You're saying, like Governor Cuomo. Yeah. So if if he really wants to help his people, again, there's a chance that he actually does. But I just know his track record, and I I, I don't think very highly of the guy. Um, okay, because of time. Yeah, we've introduced some great stuff. So some great uh, information here so far, David, uh, very interesting information. I think everybody needs to, to hear what's going on. And, and I think uh, hopefully with, you know, if you've got, uh, if you've got this disease or, uh, you know, if you've got this virus, look at the options, look at the options, I think, as far as what's out there. And I would definitely look, be looking into this as a possibility. Uh, I, again, I can't prescribe it and I don't know because I've never done this, but just based on what I'm hearing anecdotally, at least, it's definitely worth at least looking into as 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 even President Trump said, he basically said, what the hell do you have to lose? You know, it's like if you have a death sentence on you, and I'm not saying necessarily a death sentence, but if you've gotten to a point where you've got some serious you know, stuff going on, you know, look into it. You know, people, people, it's, you know, this is kind of part of the you remember the right to try uh, movement that, that President Trump put in. Have oh, you ever heard that right to try? So basically saying people that have, you know, uh, you know, incurable illness or something, it's giving them the shot at it. And I don't know if they have that with coronavirus. I'm just making a comparison. If they have an incurable illness and they've tried other things and there may be something out there that's been uh, tried, but it hasn't maybe got FDA approval or something yet. And they're, go- and they, they're in a situation now where they may die anyway. He's saying, and he put this bill through, which is great. Which is called right to try, and it's like, hey, give it a—you sh- can give it a shot because what do you have to lose? And the same thing is could be applicable in this in this situation as as it moves
1: forward. Well, I, I have to thank God that we have Trump, you know, as our leader. Yeah. Because you just imagine how you know, things would be. Let's say if we had a Democrat in office right now, or for that matter, even another Republican, like let's say George Bush or so, we we'd have. Um, you know foreign leadership, we have someone looking at what will make them popular. We have people taking polls to find out yeah. what decision they should make based on how it affect their ratings
0: um, i i agree I agree with you that we're thank God because uh Trump has shown up I think it's okay to call him Trump, but we even say, you know I should say President Trump, but Trump has been Trump for so long that we just sometimes call him trump okay I think he understands that. Um, but, but he, President Trump has been, uh, I think he's shown up a lot of the past leaders as being less than even what we thought they were at the time, based on the kind of way he's produced under pressure, the way he's handled all this pressure that I don't think any of uh, these other presidents would have been able to handle the pressure. The last president was handled with kid gloves. And um, the, the difference in the way this president is treated from the last one is just night and day. The, the press has two functions, the modern press, in my opinion. This is maybe a little tangent for me, but they either attack or they defend. They either attack you or, if they like you, they form a circle around you so nobody can get to you. And that's what they did with the last president. Yeah,
1: and, and I have to say, the um, you know, when you were talking about these, these trials and these regulations and how President Trump is forth this right to try it's right to try practice this right to try law um a lot of the protocol a lot of the regulations you have to ask the question how many of these regulations are there for their ostentatious purpose of protecting the public yeah. uh, of providing quality medical care ensuring quality medical care and of course you know doing studies making sure that things are reviewed and then finally some type of responsible decision is made before a medication is approved for a particular treatment okay or some some course of treatment is approved as being something that that will be permitted how much of that is valid and how much of that is to protect the medical mafia and keep their monopoly going and and basically put the public into a stranglehold in order to favor certain pharmaceutical industries which know how to jump through all these artificial hoops. How much of this does is, is to set up a structure which is so complex that you may have to hire several lawyers in order to navigate an improvement in it?
0: That that that's going on and has been going on. That's no theory from you, Dave. That's I see that so clearly going on. We all kind of know that, that big business has, a, uh, has a, an advantage over the smaller business because they have the ability to just take like a lawyer over here and, you know, they have a whole legal team over here doing this and they have this, an environmental team over here. Try to compete with that as a smaller guy. You know, good luck with that.
1: You know, this is just, this is regulation that theoretically protects the public, but in certain respects is actually hurting the public yeah so i mean this is this is and there's plenty of other examples you know the the right to try why did it why did it take a president trump to come in and give people the right
0: to try yeah it's crazy it's crazy i mean that's that's why i think this whole coronavirus situation is fitting into kind of right to try kind of perfectly like these these possible treatments we cannot wait till just to kind of put the end on it for me the bow on this thing uh we cannot wait around. The numbers could get astronomical if we wait around and just do the basic stuff. And once someone gets sick and you try to put them on a ventilator, that's like late in the game. Ventilator is not really a treatment; it's just a way to help someone breathe while their system is being shut down, basically.
1: That that's so, correct. The, the ventilator is a support, the support because uh, aside from vitamin C and the hydroxy uh, chloroquine, yeah. Florida Green, <laughs> I am even saying it so much, okay. And, and some of these other treatments that we're seeing in the press right now, they, there haven't been any treatments for coronavirus. It's mostly been just to support the individual as you would someone who's very sick with flu, yeah. try to take care of their needs and hope they pull through. Yeah, but it's they- kind of like
0: uh, what they were doing with AIDS people for a while, basically just, or they do with older people, uh, you know, just kind of pat someone on the head until they die. I hate to say it that way, but, but keep them comfortable until they die. But not really a treatment to actually get rid of, help get rid of the actual disease, you know, the uh, the virus.
1: I have to say I'm glad to see now that it looks like everyone wearing a scarf or a mask uh, is going to become in vogue. It's, it's, you know, Mayor El Garcetti of Los Angeles said he wants to see everyone in Los Angeles wearing a mask when they leave the house. Now I I don't know if that's going to be enacted as a law or a decree or it was just him expressing his opinion. It probably is an opinion that's going to become a uh, edict real soon. But this is being done in in the Czech Republic, Slovakia, and Israel now. Israel just recently uh, put forth a law saying that if you're going to go out in public, you have to be wearing some type of mask. Okay. okay. And this is just common sense. So so we've already seen something like this, you know. Now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's becoming more of a thing now. So. Thank you, David, for being with us today. And um, we're going to have you on more so you can deal with some of the ways that people we will probably be dealing with some other issues, too, as this comes up, because we're kind of scratching the surface here of a lot of interesting issues. But I definitely want to have you on for the, uh, uh, you know, kind of like the how to keep people safe part of this, uh, how people can in their own lives, how they can how they can keep safe. So we're going to have you on soon to do that as well. All right.
1: Well, thank you so very much, Pat, for having me on the show.
0: Thank yeah. you. And uh, we will, yeah, we'll be talking soon. So thanks for being on, Dave. I'm just gonna do a closeout. People, that's David Cracchiola, my friend, and longtime friend. And uh, he's got some some very interesting information. David is, is quite a thinker, and uh, really studies, studies things quite a bit. In this day and age of coronavirus going on, uh, we need people around like that who are really looking into ways that we can stay safe, keep ourselves healthy. I wanna do more of these. I'm going to be doing more of these. Uh, segments. I'm gonna be bringing on friends. Actually I'm gonna be, uh, I'm probably gonna be bringing on friends and people whether they agree or disagree. I have some friends that don't agree with me and I'm thinking about getting in touch with them soon as well and hearing uh, what they have to say. I want to bring them on as well so we can have a a, a, uh, rational discussion and see what is the truth and which way we need to go here. But in these times we really uh, need to stick together. We need to be working together don't just sit back and expect President Trump to do everything for you. If you're one of those people, don't expect that. Uh, he's a president. He's doing amazing things. But everybody has to step forward and do what they can do. So uh, I'm going to be having conversations with friends of mine all over, maybe all over the world, all over the country, first of all. But I know people all over the world. And I intend to talk to them as well soon about that. So be safe out there. Um, go to uh, oldschoolus.com, oldschoolus.com to see my blogs and to see we'll be putting up these videos that we do, these, these podcasts that we do, will be going up on the blog as well, so you'll be able to see them there. If you have any feedback for me, you can uh, write me at uh, info at oldschoolus.com, info at oldschoolus.com. So if you have any questions, any particular people you may want me to even interview, whatever it is, subject matter that you want us to talk about. Right now, I'm doing a kind of a super focus on coronavirus for obvious reasons, so Uh, If there's particular sides of this that you think that are of interest, let me know. In any case, uh, thanks for being with us, and I look forward to to talking with you real soon. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for joining us on Old School with Patrick Rooney. Visit OldSchoolUS.com to find out more about natural health, success, and freedom. See you next time.